You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor West. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is Jalyn Sidor from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-287-2876. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Buden. I am a biter. I will bite you. <laughs> Yay. At America's Talk <laughs> Radio Network. Just for you, Jalyn. Just for you, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> to talk to us. That's 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. The show is produced in-house in studio by the ever-so-lovely and talented Mr. Bob Page. Hi. That's right, I said, mister. It's been a little bit. Hey, Bobby. Hey, what up? Oh, what's up? We're going to have some special guests joining us in this hour. We're going to be speaking with LSD Alameda. She is the executive assistant and also Matilda's assistant at the Algonquin Hotel in New York City. And also joining us will be the general manager, and that is Manny Rappenecker. And we're going to be talking about... Matilda's birthday party that's going on right now to benefit the animals of New York City. So uh, we're going to be talking with her. We're also going to be talking with Tara. If you ever saw the video about the little cat that saved the little boy from a bad dog in the front yard, I know you've seen it. Millions have. We're going to be talking with Tara. So pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-287-2876. This is Talking Pets. Start spreading the news Bobby, you must hate playing this song <laughs> I'm leaving today Love some Sinatra I want to be, be a, a part, part of it New York, New York These vagabonds Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And I'm Jalen Sidlow. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-287-2876. You know, I remember New York actually in the old days when, you know, and that song says in city that doesn't sleep. It sleeps now. I remember it used to stay awake. It solidly 24/7. sleeps now. Yeah, it's it, like, you know, 12 o'clock at night, I'm trying to find a place to get a bite to eat, and it's like, jeez. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like that now. I mean, in the old days, it was like everything was open all night long. Things to do, bars, Yeah, but you could actually walk through Times Square and not get mugged, killed, or accidentally oh, fall into the strip shop. Oh, you can still get mugged anywhere shop. in New York City. You just have to, you know, walk carefully, tread carefully. 
Yeah, I mean, um, Times Square still has its mugging benefits. You think? <laughs> I think it depends on the event you're there for. I don't know. Well. Like, what happened that time we were there a couple of years ago for Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and then all of a sudden we were walking through Times Square, uh, and all the cops, cops came flying yeah. out. Who knows? I don't even, we don't even know what happened. We never sleep during the Westminster Kennel Club no, Show. No, it's go, 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 oh, go. We are go, 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 and out the last night, all night long, and then pull our lazy butts back onto the plane. Well, you got to <laughs> love New York City, and especially Broadway, of course, and um, celebrating right now at the Algonquin Hotel is Matilda, and we're very familiar with Matilda. Matilda and her friends uh, are saluting Broadway. It's uh, a benefit for the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals, and um, we're broadcasting with, of course, the Algonquin Hotel. We're going to be talking with Alice and also Manny from the hotel shortly uh, to fill us in exactly on what the event's going on right now. I know she's going crazy, and you know, I was talking to her earlier, and she's like, I'm pulling my hair out trying to get all this together <laughs> and trying to get it all ready which is cool it's always that way i mean bobby you know what i'm like before a show when we're on location it's like running back and forth oh you're like so calm got it together uh-huh. just smooth sailing hey i'm He's better like, than oh. i was in the old days though the uh, old no days? doubt he has a very nice calm <laughs> face but behind that calm face is insanity oh it, it pretty much <laughs> is yeah so there's a lot going on they're actually having a fashion show ada neves uh we know her a good friend of the program of course uh she's uh um got a fashion show going on there you heard of uh tara the cat which uh you know saved the little boy, the little boy jeremy from from the, uh, uh, from the, the dog so we're going to be talking with tara's owner um and maybe a, a meow or two from tara but that would be fun i want to welcome onto the program right now live and in person is alice de alameda and also Manny, and Manny's last name, am I saying this right, Manny, Rappenecker? You got it exactly right. Nicely done. Sounds good. Well, welcome on to the program, Talking Pets. I want to introduce you to Jilly. Hi, Alice. Hi, Manny. How are you? Hi. Good afternoon. Very nice to meet you. How are things going there at the Algonquin Hotel? How's Matilda's birthday party? Oh, my gosh. It's craziness, and I'm loving every minute of it. It's great (laughs) to see all the people here and the attention that all the cats are getting, and it's for all ages. I think I saw a three-year-old playing with the cats a little bit, all the way up to likely a 93-year-old. So it's kind of fun. You know, I I miss it. We were going to be there this year, and we weren't able to make it this year, but hopefully next year we'll be doing it from there. So, um, But definitely wanted to... uh, have you guys on the air throughout the three hours of our show um, and talk about the event and what's going on and the different people that are there. And there's a lot of people there, right? There's a lot of Broadway and, you know, people coming in and what? People come in and check it out. There's a fashion show going on too, Manny. Is that the whole thing? Exactly. So there are a selection of cats that are dressed up uh, in different venues as far as Broadway shows. So we have Hairspray. Um, oh, we've how wonderful. Got, uh, what was that? Rock of Ages, of course. Yeah, so it's just fun just to see all the costumes, and the cats are so well-behaved. And this is the event, of course, you know, the one that the, the diva herself, which is Matilda, is yes. getting all the attention. Yes, of course. Matilda's taking a little cat nap right now before <laughs> things get, you know, really crazy at the party. Now, this is benefiting, actually, the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals, right? Exactly, yes. So there's a, a donation or an entrance fee of $40, and everyone seems to be happily paying that. And, uh, you know, through a lot of our vendors, we even had then some of the food, the cake, and the beverages all contributed, too. You know, i got to tell you, um, one of my favorite hotels, of course, in New York City is the Algonquin. And what you guys did with the renovations and everything this past year, it's absolutely gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Well, thank you. I love to hear that. I've been here all of 30 days, so I am just taking it all in and couldn't be happier here. Yeah, welcome. I'm looking forward to personally meeting you, of course, when I get back up in New York and, uh, you know, of course, staying over at the Algonquin. And, one, uh, like, I got to tell you right now, 
one of my favorite rooms to sit in is the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Both of them are pretty good. <laughs> that bar is gorgeous. Yes, they're beautiful. Both of them. I, I enjoy both of them. So, I mean, congratulations on the whole thing with the hotel and all. We put a video up on our, we had a little technical thing there. Manny, we still have you, Manny? Yes, I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, 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 no problem. No problem at all. I was asking, actually, um, you know, I love the hotel, the Algonquin Hotel, and if people want to stay there and make a reservation, how do they do that? Sure, absolutely. Well, you can actually go on two different websites, our Algonquin Hotel website, or go through Marriott.com. Either way, we'll get you a reservation here. Well, I won't hold you up. I know we got people coming and going uh, today, but I want to first of all say thanks for joining us, Manny and Alice, of course, my buddy Alice here on Talking Pets, and uh, we'll be talking again <laughs> with you a little bit later in the show and on a bunch of the people that are there for Matilda's birthday at the Algonquin Hotel. Wonderful. Thanks for all your support. Thanks, nice chatting with you. Bye-bye. That's Manny Rappenecker, and of course, she's the general manager at the Algonquin Hotel, and of course, Alice D'Alameda, and she is the executive assistant and the assistant to Matilda the Cat, which uh, everybody who checks into the Algonquin will actually get to meet Matilda, because she's always there at the front desk. You're listening to Talking Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. It's dinner time in America. Where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands. Like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela once again now. Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. $500. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And I'm Jalen Sidlow of Celestial Custom Dog Services. And Zach Buden. 844 287 2876 is the number. 844 287 2876. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We were just speaking with uh, Manny Rappenecker. She's the general manager at the Algonquin Hotel. And uh, sitting in was, of course, Alice D. Almeida. And um, she's the executive assistant and assistant to Matilda the cat. Actually, Matilda and for, uh, her fr- friends, actually, are saluting Broadway. 
bringing new meaning to the word catwalk as the Algonquin's famous house feline Matilda hosts her annual summer celebration with a cat fashion show and animal adoption event benefiting the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's animals. So if you're in the area of New York, the hotel is actually located. Um, You can check it out at 59 West 44th Street in New York, and it's the Algonquin Hotel. It's right there in the theater district. It's a great hotel. It's absolutely gorgeous. And um, so uh, check that out, and if you're walking by and you're listening or whatever, maybe uh, you can stop by and say hello, um, and say hello for us at the Algonquin Hotel and give Matilda a big hug. <laughs> it's a big cat, big cat, and gorgeous cat. And, um, how much does she weigh? I'm not sure, but she's, she's big. I don't know how much of it is hair, though. There's a lot of hair on that cat. But um, actually, the last time I was there, got to hold her and everything, and she kind of had a grumpy cat face on. You, I you ever, see, those, you ever yeah. see Grumpy Cat? Oh, yes. Yeah. Hysterical. Everybody has seen Grumpy Cat. <laughs> we have some great pictures on our uh, Facebook page if you scroll back through there for sure. Grumpy Cat? No, of you and Matilda. Oh, Isn't me and Matilda? that a specific breed, though, the Grumpy Cat that actually has that facial feature? I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but, I mean, it's, it might be a specific breed, but I don't know if the face is supposed to be like that. Okay. But uh, It's that's pretty a, funny, though. You got to figure, though, if, there, if it was, I'm sure it would have surfaced before then i mean now all of a sudden it was a youtube sensation i know pretty much the same as tara and uh we're going to be talking with tara and uh tara is actually uh the cat that saved the little boy from the dog attack and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend that you uh research it and um i would imagine if you just put in tara jeremy um basically that you know dog attack i mean it'll probably come up but i mean i think millions and millions and millions of people have seen it so it's extremely popular. It was on every news station as well. Yeah, all over the place. And it was amazing, actually. So we're going to be talking with Roger and Erica. And uh, they're the own owners, actually, the parents of Tara. And uh, they have three kids, I believe, now. And Jeremy is, I think, the oldest of their children. And uh, I think they have a dog and a cat now, of course. And the cat is Tara. So we're going to be finding out a little bit about, you know, what happened that day. So uh, it was pretty interesting. I watched the video, and I, I don't know if, Bobby, you turned me on to it. Somebody did. Somebody said, you got to see this thing. And I watched it, and I was, like, horrified. <laughs> she can be Tara the Terror. <laughs> did, did, did you see, though, the dog? Yeah. I mean, I mean. That dog bolted. Yeah, it was like, why? I mean, just right sniffed around and just went right after the boy. And amazingly, they had, uh, you know, home security. That's how they were able to get the video on mm-hmm. it. So That's a good cat, you know. A watch cat. Tough situation. I mean, uh, we, we are super so animal friendly on this show, but I mean, they are animals. You need to kind of be careful. Exactly. They can be unpredictable, even the best of them. You know, and that's that's a true statement there, too, because um, also, Julie, I, uh, with cats as well as dogs, um, you know, a lot of people take the, they, they don't take the precautions when they have kids. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to let my kid pull the cat's tail. Or Absolutely I'm going to let my kid grab the dog's mouth mm-hmm. um, you know, or pull on his ears. Or don't tell him to stay away from the food bowls, et cetera. Right. Or but how to pick them up correctly. I mean, you can have the same instance going on with, with a horse. But the friendliest or, you know, of animal can actually yeah. turn on you. You know, if you're not minding your P's and Q's and haven't taught your children how to, you know, act around horses or donkeys or goats or sheep, you know, they can get a pretty nasty bite. Yep. Nope. Uh, that's yeah, the one or, thing. or a nice swift kick, which that's is That's the one not thing that fun. scares me about <laughs> with horses. I love horses. But I do too. The one thing that scares me about them is that the bite. Yeah. That's well, a, I rode that's a the big rodeos mouth. till I was almost 18 years old. I was a barrel racer and a pole racer and loved it. Was part pole of Pole dancer? Sh- what? Pole racer. For oh. <laughs> 
heaven's sakes. Uh, I heard, I heard dancer. But <laughs> you could be. No, when I was part of the Sheriff Posse drill team here. We did parades and all sorts of things. You know, I used to break and train all my own horses. And I mean, I didn't have biters, but I knew biters, you know, but you had to I know. I like biters. You, if you, you had to know how to settle your horse correctly, you know, how to get everything straight. Because horses can be kind of tricky. They'll like bloat their stomach out. And then when you get on top, the saddle like falls under. You got to know how to really wrap it up tight, get that air bubble out, you know, but your worst thing with a horse is being kicked. Yeah, huge animals, a- absolutely. I mean, and you know, there's a there's a place down here in Tampa Bay where we live called Ybor City. Yes, and it's a big party area. The famous Ybor City. Yeah, it's almost like New Orleans, like Bourbon Street kind of atmosphere. Um, New Orleans with babies. But now, <laughs> now the big thing is they have cops on horses. I mean, yes. all over Mounted down there. Mounted police. Yep. Yeah, so I see them all over. And actually, I saw this one. I was out last night, and I saw this one horse, and the policeman went by riding him, and he had um like shoes on. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, it, I guess maybe because walking all the time on the pavement or something. I don't know. It but does help with the pavement. Usually they don't have them on all four hoofs either. You know, it's either the front I noticed or the back. them on the back. I didn't really look at yeah. the front. I don't know. It just kind of got, I, I glanced over and I was like, what is that? And they were like boots. Mm-hmm. So I've never seen that before. Not on horses. Well, but you won't see it in New York City when we're there. You might see the actually leather boots around them, you know, on their feet to keep them. Or they might, because the salt, just like the dogs. You know, walking the streets with all the salt because of all the snow. That's something it we would, don't have to worry about down here. Tear, all, you know, tear the leather <laughs> off their paws. It's horrible. And the same thing with the horses. It'll get up into their, their hooves. So they do have to put on protective shoes. Not just, you know, a horse shoe that's a metal shoe. Because that can cause them to slip as well. Now, you work a lot more so with, with dogs in, yes. your, in your career. But um, do, you, do you work with horses at all? I do. I do. I still ride. And uh, I work where I mentioned many times on this this show that I work with um, working farms up in Alachua and I love riding the horses up there and we do trail rides and, and we do do still some she does Dana Grisa still does a lot of shows with jumping and, and things like that I have given up jumping because I've had too many concussions <laughs> a friend of mine actually um, brought over from the UK um, gypsy vanner horses and Beautiful these horses, horses are gorgeous yes. and dennis actually raised them and he bred them here and um and absolutely gorgeous i grew horses. up on uh, quarter horses and quarter horse arabians for barrel racing and amazing amazing horses my best friends loved them and my dogs always i've, I've <laughs> always wanted to have horses that was always my dream they're wonderful wonderful pets <laughs> and they are very personable just like a dog can be very personable they they do they have their own personalities and they get very close with their owners and well, like an they anim- know you when like, they like know a, you by the feel of the inside of your thighs when you're sitting on them they really do but like a dog or a cat or whatever there is personality traits so like oh, a horse i mean sometimes they may like a person mm-hmm. they may not like and a they person. may not like somebody so you know and, and it could be maybe the way you look or the way you smell maybe that could set them off it's a lot in the handling just like it is with most animals you know if if you know the animal inside it out and you handle it correctly and you get to know it properly i think they respect you as much as you respect them it's a give and take well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. We're uh, actually celebrating Matilda's birthday today and uh, all of her fur friends. And uh, they're saluting Broadway in New York City. And it's a benefit for the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals. If you'd like to find out more, of course, uh, they're actually there right now. It's going on at the Algonquin Hotel at 59 West 44th Street in New York City. So if you're in New York, check it out. But if you're not, I'm sure you can just check out, of course, the hotel itself, the Algonquin Hotel, and that will fill you in on a lot of information. And you can do so at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And this is Talkin' Pets. 
Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Wow, your place looks awesome. And that's the coolest cat bed I've ever seen. That's my Googie cat bed. Googie cat bed? Yeah, I got it online at googiecatbed.com. My cat needed a place to sleep, but leaving bags and boxes lying around made my place look messy. I wanted a real piece of furniture, something that fit in with the rest of my house. The Googie Cat Bed is perfect. The style is fun and the construction is rock solid. It's handmade right here in the U.S. Where can I get one? Just go to googiecatbed.com. That's G-O-O-G-I-E catbed.com. Cool. Hi, this is Jody Miller-Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more. From fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend, you'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. In Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Robin Rogers, a University of Alabama chemist and founder of a startup 525 Solutions, is looking for new uses for chitin extracted from shrimp shells. The company received a $1.5 million Department of Energy grant to fund its research of this product-based material to be used to extract uranium from the ocean. Jillian? And in Tawanda Island, New York, hundreds of feral and abandoned cats are on this small island near Buffalo in the, Ni- in the Ni- sorry, Niagara River. Danielle Coogan has launched Operation Island Cats to trap the animals and to have them spayed and neutered by veterinarians. In Seaside, Oregon, thousands of dead anchovies are leaving quite a stink downtown after trying to swim up the Nicanicum River. And in Odessa, Texas, Cruise Monday began installing a $400,000 sculpture of a cowboy on horseback and five steers at the University of Texas of the Permian Basin Campus. The, st- the, excuse me, the Stragglers by artist Terrell O'Brien is a tribute to the ranching way of life. In Twin Falls, Idaho, Idaho lands officials are considering increasing how much ranchers pay to graze on state lands for the first time in more than 20 years. The Times News reported that Idaho's grazing fees are lower than its neighboring states, but the state hasn't updated its fee formula since 1993. And in Fairbanks, Alaska, Denali National Park plans to temporarily ban certain pets after a local resident was cited for hiking with his pet goat this summer. Superintendent Don Stryker said domestic goats pose a significant risk to Denali's doll sheep population. In Hampton, uh, New Hampshire, the uh, a fisherman has caught a rare lobster that's bright orange with dark blue spots. Joshua Berenger found the calico lobster in one of his traps 
On July 23rd, in the mouth of Hampton Harbor, he donated the one-and-a-half-pound five-year-old male lobster to the Explore the Ocean World Oceramia. Uh, is it Osher? No, that's... <laughs> Oceanographic? Oceanorami- Ocean... Let's say that three times. I know. Oceanorarium. There it is. There you go. <laughs> and, that's okay. I'm uh, That's for the too. viewing purposes, I'm actually. I'm All right. So am I, apparently. Okay. And well, then- once again, you're listening to Chew Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. <laughs> I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I spent, I spent the last two, uh, 20 seconds trying to say Oceanor- Oceanarium. There it is. Oceanarium. 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 I should have known that. That's I'm, it. I'm an underwater Oceanarium. <laughs> Got it now. <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk with you, of course. The number is 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. Check us out at TalkingPets.com. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And I'm Jalen Sidlow. And the bear. We're celebrating <laughs> Matilda's birthday and all of her friends as they Happy salute Broadway. Matilda. It's the uh, benefit for the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's animals. So uh, if you're in New York City, you can check it out. It's happening right now at the Algonquin Hotel at 59 West 44th Street in New York City. So check it out and you can help benefit the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's animals. And we have Roger, actually. Roger and Erica, they are at the event, and they are with Tara. I want to welcome them onto the program right now. Roger and Erica, how are you? We're doing well. Welcome onto the program. I've got a question for you, Roger. (laughs) Yep. You know, to pronounce that last name, is it (laughs) Triant? Let me try it. Triantophilo? That is actually right. Really? Very good, John. Triantophilo. And, of course, Erica's is easy. It's Hanson. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's... Yes, that's well, her maiden name, yes. Yeah, now it's Triantophilo. I know, she got the worst end of that deal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just Erica T. <laughs> exactly, it's the easiest way. So how's things going in New York City? Things have been fantastic, actually. We've uh, had such a warm, warm reception uh, by the Algonquin and the people around the city. It's, it's been a fantastic uh, event so far. Now you're from Bakersfield, right? Correct. Bakersfield, California, and um, that's where all this happened. And I got—I got to tell you, it's amazing. And, and I, I'm so sorry about your son, but it's amazing that, like, when you posted that on YouTube, the amount of attention that that video got was unbelievable. But so people understand—I can't imagine people don't know what we're talking about. But for those that don't, can you explain exactly what happened that day? With your son is Jeremy, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah what well, really what happened is he'd gotten home from school and uh, was riding his bike out front, as he typically does. And, you know, the neighbors were letting their, uh, or they had opened the side gate to their house to pull a car out from the back, and, and their dog got out. Now, I'd been out before, and so we really didn't think there'd be an issue. But the dog came right around the car and bit him on the leg and drug him off his bike. And that's when you saw Tara come into action and just leap and hit the dog and what Michael Strahan famously called you know, the best crossbody block he had ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she, and, and just scares the dog to release, and the dog takes off running. And Tara stu- runs after the dog and then comes back and stands between Jeremy and the dog the That's entire amazing. time until, he was, um, until the dog was restrained. Now, the video, actually, you, you were able to get this video from your home security, right? Correct. 
Now, I was amazed because when I someone told me about it, and all of a sudden I got on, and then we started talking about it on the show here, like everybody else in America was. And um, next thing I know is I start, I kept watching the video and watching the video. And what you just said about Tara, when Tara actually came back, that's one thing I said to somebody. I was like, do you see this? Do you see she what the def- cat's doing? She was doing? defending the child. The she cat is still him. hanging there mm-hmm. by Jeremy. I mean, I was amazed with the way that cat reacted. I mean, they must be like best buddies, right? Definitely. They grew up together. So, That's what you I, know, I think it was, um, they definitely have a very, very strong bond. And you see that illustrated in this clip, I think, the best of, of anything. But, it, you know, it was just, it, I think we were as surprised as, as the world was to see what happened and her reaction and uh, to the situation. Now, you have now at your household, you have three kids now, right? Yes, we do. You have twins, and then you have Jeremy, and then I think, what, you adopted a dog not too long ago. Yes, actually. We have a, um, well, I guess she's probably around four years old, uh, but she's a Husky Shepherd mix, and and her and Tara, you know, get along great. Great. Yeah, that was my question. Does the whole gang get along now? And is, is, is Jeremy still Tara's favorite, you might say? Definitely. So they're Definitely. pretty inseparable. You know, it's it's fun when uh, when kids grow up, but she still, you know, she will walk him out to the school bus, and she's you know always there when he gets off. That's so, great. You know, like I said, it's just a very special bond that's very unique. Now, how'd you come up with the name Tara? Well, so the name actually uh, came from when my wife and I were dating. We found her at a park, and well, she found us, and we were playing, and she comes up to us in the middle of this park. And it's really dark, so I didn't really see her at first, and. Um, you know, and, and she wouldn't, she, but she wouldn't come all the way up. So we were kind of playing with her, and we're like, okay. I said, well, if she follows us home, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and keep her. And sure enough, she did. Now, the name actually came because my wife and I were really big fans of the uh, book, The Count of Monte Cristo. And one of the things from that book was they called him Zatara because he washed up on shore. And we kind of felt that was appropriate from her following us home. You know, she was kind of, you know, and the, and the name was synonymous for driftwood. And so we actually thought that was just such a clever name. And, it, you know, Zatara for long, Tara for short. We thought it was great. That's pretty cool. And the cool. longer we've had That's her, awesome. the more she just really does embody that name. If you know the story of Edmond Dantes, I mean, he was a fierce man, intelligent, um, but loving. And um, I definitely think that's what Tara is. Well, it's amazing. Uh, so lucky that, you know, you have her in your life and you had her around Jeremy because it could have been a lot worse. How many stitches did Jeremy end up getting? Luckily, it was only 10. You know, That's he had, still he had a, lot a bite wound on top and one on the bottom. Hmm. And uh, so luckily, it, was, it, was low, it wasn't worse. Yeah, I mean... Much deeper than it was large. Um, he ended up with uh, two deep lacerations, and he ended up having, in all together, four sutures in the deeper part, and then... So the how, how is he doing now? Is he traumatized? Is the dog still next door? No, the dog, unfortunately, was put to sleep. Okay. Um, from what I understand, it, is it your, attacked me, and then it also attacked um, many of the workers wow. at wow. the shelter as well. Wow. Okay. And the, the dog was caged in, but I guess, what, they were backing their car out and the dog got out of the yard? Yeah, they were pulling a car out of um, their yard, and they opened the gate, and the dog, as they have several times before, um, just kind of runs around for a few minutes and then goes back in its backyard, and that's the end of it. And so many times every day they do it, and we've been outside several times, but this time it was just different. What is, I don't even know what the viewing is on that, on that video. What is it at now? Do you know? Uh, yeah, that video itself is um, about 23 million views. Wow. Wow. And uh, <laughs> there was over 2,700 videos that were actually spawned out of that, like people copying the clip and posting it under their sites also. So, you know, if you add up all the views on those ones and all the news media that picked up the, the story, you know, the, it's, it's reached um, global. That's wow. amazing. 
So I would imagine you guys probably did like a lot of interviews with television and radio and everything too. Yeah, we've been included in, in probably, I, I'm sure it's over 100 um, interviews by now, and we've, we've been keeping track and, and in touch with the media. But, you know, it's been, it's been such a warm, um, happy story that we just love sharing the story with everybody. That's the great part about it is that, you know, Toro actually saved Jeremy, and it's just, it's an amazing video. I mean, I've been doing, you know, pet radio, talk, talking pets for 25 years. And to see something like that video was aston- astonishing. Well, animals by nature will choose their human. And evidently, Tara chose Jeremy. And she protected him. Yep. <laughs> she yeah, imprinted she on Jeremy. Sure. <laughs> so, well, I want to thank you guys, Roger and Erica. Thanks for coming on with this. And uh, enjoy the Algonquin Hotel and Matilda's birthday. Enjoy New York. Yeah, enjoy New York City. Are you going to be out there for a couple more days? You know what? We're actually uh, probably gonna, we're actually going to leave tomorrow. But you know, it, we really just wanted to come out, support the event. Um, you know, teaming up with the Mayor's Alliance to drive adoption is something that's really adoption is something that's really close to uh, our hearts, and we're we have more um, events coming up. And um, if you if anyone is is curious where we're going to be next or what they want to see Tara, um, just follow us on our website or any of our social accounts. What's the website that you have? It's tarathehero.cat.com. Tarathehero.cat.com. Perfect. Correct. Sounds good. Well, I, again, a thanks. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Give our best to everybody there. We were supposed to be there. We weren't able to make it this year, but hopefully next. But um, I wish I got to meet you guys in person, but I'm glad Jeremy's doing well, and uh, thank God for Tara. So uh, thanks, Roger. Thanks, Erica. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. Thank you guys very much. Take care. You too. You too. Bye. That's Roger Triantofilo. Something like that. And, and Erica, his wife, Roger Erica. Roger Erica T. Erica T. That's the easiest way. And Tara, uh, the hero cat. And again, that's tarathehero.cat.com. Yes. If you want to see where they're at and you want to find out more information. But right now, they're at the Algonquin Hotel and they're celebrating Matilda's birthday and they're saluting Broadway. And all the money that's being raised is to benefit the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's animals. So if you can help them out, please do. And um, they're at 59 West 44th in New York City, so check that out. But if you have any questions or comments or anything for us, pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is 844-287-2876. Were you, like, like astonished as I was when you seen that video for the first oh, time? it blew me away. I thought it was awesome. I was like, when I first watched it, I was like, is this real? Well, I grew up with some pretty big cats in our stables as a kid, and they weren't house cats. They were for the ranch, you know, and they kept all the critters out of the stables, and they got along with the horses and everything great, but, you know, you didn't want to get on their stomping ground because they were big. I had one that we actually called Sylvester because he looked like, you know, the Hanna-Barbera Sylvester. He was awesome. Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And that was Roger and Erica and, of course, their cat, Tara. This is Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. 
Hi, this is T.O.D. Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters, too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Camp helps teens bond with pets. Talk about Snooze Brief. I'm Bob Page. Making popsicle dog treats, crafting paw print shaped tiles, and brushing yet to be adopted cats has been part of the daily routine this past week for seven Charlottesville, Virginia teens participating in the animal art camp. The camp is everything its name suggests. Middle school age, at-risk youth from the area coming together to interact with unadopted dogs and cats. They make pet-themed artwork and with the help of special guests and artists, learn about the connection between pets and owners. The campers have been visited by service and police dogs throughout the week to learn about their partnership between working dogs and their handlers. The youth are referred by school counselors and social service workers. The mission of the camp is to help the youth learn empathy and build compassion through animal companionship and of course to have a fun summer experience, said Lisa Lane, Director of Marketing and Development for the local SPCA. The campers have been able to bottle feed kittens, wash pups outside, and take on responsibilities in SPCA-style animal care. The kids have also taken the animals extremely well, even assigning birthdays to stray kittens and making art to accompany the animals in their quest for adoptions. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Bob Page. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. R-C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you're wrong. But it'll help if you just sing along. And that's the way it goes. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And I'm Jalen Sidlow. Bobby, is that SpongeBob? It is. You know he's got a movie coming out now? Good call, John. He's got a movie coming out. And it's like, he's got, did you see the poster for it yet? He's terrifying. No. (laughs) It's got like, it's got a lobster coming out of the ocean and pulling down his shorts. Kind of like that, it's a spoof on the little kid, the little girl. Coppertone. With the dog, Coppertone. Yeah, Coppertone. So, I I thought that was funny. Nice. So... Bobby, uh, did you find that, or did you hear that they found some lost stories, actually, um, of the Seuss on the loose? Four tales resurfaced about Dr. old Seuss? friends and familiar places. Horton and the, it's the Quaggerbug. And uh, some more lost stories by Dr. Seuss. I love Dr. Seuss. So do I. Actually, I, the whole, I still have the whole 
volume of it. Well, apparently there's more that you can get now. Um, it's going to be coming out. So, And if you want to see more of it, of course, or experience Dr. Seuss up at Universal Studios um, in Orlando, Florida. They have a cool ride and everything up there. Do they? They have a whole area in the Islands of Adventure called Seuss Landing. Right. I may have heard of it. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> Why do you think I mentioned it? <laughs> Thanks, dude. And the thing is, is that I went on that ride the one day, and I thought it was going to be a kiddie ride. Oh, the cat in the hat. Yes. Yeah, that's a spinner. It is a spinner. So if you don't, if you don't. Okay, that's it. I want some tickets. If you don't like to spin, mm. <laughs> maybe we need to do another show up there. I soon. love to spin. I think we do. Yeah, I definitely want to do another show. I love doing the show from Universal Studios. It's a lot of fun. Oh, how much fun would that be? And maybe we'll see the new Horton up there. Mmm. <laughs> or Diagon Alley. Any plans, actually? Yeah, now that. That I want to go see. Yeah, that's pretty you cool, You told me huh? about that the last show. I yeah. really got to see Yeah, they that. opened up the new Harry Potter extension there, or whatever you call it. What do you call it now? It's a second land. It's uh, the Diagon Alley and Hogwarts Express and the London Experience. Sure. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Come spend your pennies, people. <laughs> Universal in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> hey, by chance, did you see um, did you see Sharknado two yet? I actually, because I work for NBC, <laughs> um, we saw it at noon before anybody else. Did saw you it. really? Yeah. Any good? Uh, it's hysterical. It's awful. Well, they're all awful. And yeah, but it's meant. Yeah, it's meant to be awful. I thoroughly enjoyed mocking it the entire time we watched it. It was a treat. I didn't see it yet, but I heard it made like third. It had an average of three point nine million viewers on Sci-Fi. I I have a really problem with the concept. Like I don't know. It's become a cult thing. The cult film of sharks. The first one had a one point four million viewership, and this one had three point nine. Sharks so, are just going about their business. They happen to get sucked up in a tornado, and now we got to <laughs> whack them with chainsaws? So it's a little much. Was it a lot of that going on? <laughs> oh, my goodness, was there a lot of shark killing. Sharks Matt and Lauer kills a shark. And giant eels. I mean... Matt Lauer's in Sharknado, too? Oh, there's a lot of cameos. A lot. Really? Yeah. That's because everybody took such a bite out of the first one, no pun intended. <laughs> Judd Hirsch is in it. Really? Oh, Guess what like he does? Him. We met Judd Hirsch. He drives a taxi. Oh, go figure. But how was, what's her name? Tara Reed. Horrible. Really? She always is. You know go what? Figure. I can't look at her and not see those pictures that people posted of her naked. Really? Yeah, not. Well, uh, you're a man, Bobby. I of didn't see those pictures. Do. That's all I can see. <laughs> But I, I I look to actually see if they were like I guess they're going to replay the movie. I would oh imagine. no, I'm sure they'll play it a lot. But I haven't seen any replays on it yet because I I wanted to actually DVR it because I can't watch anything live these days. You can set the DVR in advance. Yeah, I've got to actually because I want to see it as bad as it is. I'm no, sure it's it is. totally worth seeing. I rec if you are a fan of horrible cinema, see it. Sharknado two. Hmm. I don't even have a sound for that one. Yeah. A lot of uplifting New York <laughs> just, story there. Chomp. Yeah. I know. 844 287 I'm going on in New York City right now as our friends in LSDL Media. And, of course, uh, Manny's there. And um, the general manager for the Algonquin Hotel. There's a big event going on there right now. And um, they're celebrating Matilda's birthday. And all the benefits, all the money coming into it uh, is going towards the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals. Broadway's involved. There's a lot of people there from Broadway. And there's a lot of people stopping by. Um, so if you're in New York, or if you even want to just support them, um, they're at the Algonquin Hotel, 59 West 44th in New York. And you can support the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals. And, um, and help them out, because they're always trying to help the animals world out there so they're doing a big event so i wish we were there but we're here and we're helping them out so we'll be there soon yes 
in cold weather. <laughs> but that's okay. It's still New York Westminster City. Westminster coming up in February where it's minus 20 yes. degrees. Westminster <laughs> Kennel Club show. Uh, it's a great show. been covering it since 1993 or something well, like that. I've been that. working it for over 25 years. I love it. Yeah, a long time. As a handler, as a reporter, as a radio personality with you. Awesome. How can people reach you? Oh, um, they can reach me through, uh, well, I work for The New Barker as well. I'm one of their feature writers, and I own my own company. I'm Celestial Custom Dog Services of South Tampa, and you can reach me at 389-4760, and I run a full boarding service and training service, and I also do C, um, sorry, GCC classes for um, good canine citizenship. Okay, once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. Bob Page. The Bear. And spay and neuter your pets, help control the pet population. If you're going to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter or rescue. Bye for now. Ciao, Bella. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.